What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Have you ever been curious what we're like behind the scene? Well, pull a chair and find out on our brand new The Kitty Sisters TV channel on YouTube. It's full of awesome tips about apartment investing, paying less taxes legally, and finding financial freedom. And like never before, you actually get to see how we make real life magic happens for our passive investor. Once you're there, don't forget to click the like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon. Again, that's The Kitty Sisters TV on YouTube. We're guessing that by now you probably heard about the Silicon Valley bank crisis that's just happened. It's a pretty big deal and it had a major impact on a lot of hardworking people and businesses. You see, Palm, around $150 billion of uninsured deposits, meaning deposits above $250,000, FDIC insured threshold, were at risk of disappearing completely. Can you imagine losing that much money overnight? It's pretty <sighs> scary stuff. People put a lot of trust in their bank to keep their money safe, but in just a few days, that trust was shattered beyond repair. It goes to show you how important it is to be careful with your finances and to always do your research before entrusting any financial institution with your hard-earned money. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. 10 years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. The FDIC took over Silicon Valley Bank on March 10th, 2023. And get this, it's now the second largest bank failure in the U.S. history. Oh my goodness, right? Right behind the notorious Washington Mutual collapse that happened back in 20, I mean 2008. I mean, guys, it's pretty shocking to think about the size and the scale of these financial institutions and how quickly they can crumble. It's definitely a waking call for all of us to pay attention to what's going on in the banking world and to keep an eye on our own finances too. Wow, that is so true. That can't be understated at all. So SVB's clientele is mostly made of tech companies and startups with large players being like Roku, who's in the mix on that. On Sunday, March 12th, the Federal Reserve stepped in and had some pretty big news. They announced that they were going to make sure that all insured and uninsured deposits at SBF was paid in full. Thank God. That was such a relief, right? It's good to know that people won't be losing their hard-earned money because of banks' failure. It just goes to show you the importance of government regulation oversight in these financial sector. We are so glad that the Fed stepped in and made the decision to insure that both insured and uninsured deposits are paid in full. And honestly, it's a good thing they did. If they hadn't, it could be trigger a massive bank run across all financial institutions starting on Monday, March 13. Yeah, can you imagine the chaos that could have caused? Oh, God. It goes to show you how important it is to make sure that they have a safety net in place to protect your money when things go wrong with the bank. While we're glad that the Fed made the right decision, it may be the only choice they actually had at the time. All this chatter has definitely raised some questions about the potential for financial contagion. Some people are wondering, it is not a matter of if, but when the other shoe will drop. It's a pretty concerning thought. 
I mean, if you think about it, right, Pom?、Mm-hmm. Especially given the size and the scope of the banking industry as a whole. You know, we the Kitty Scissors have actually spoke about this issue before, and no, we're not some kind of like. We don't have some kind of magic or crystal ball, but we definitely were there when tell you that hey, we don't agree with this heavy-handed approach that the Feds are taking to curb inflation. Think about it, guys. It's a tough balance to strike. On the one hand, you want to keep inflation under control and ensure the stability of the financial system, but on the other hand, you don't want to stifle economic growth or unfairly, you know, burden certain sectors of society. Ugh, what a complex issue, right? It will be interesting to see how it all play out. I mean, in the coming months and years. Cash multipliers. You can read this more on your own. But a recent comment by the former FDIC chairman William Isaac sounded pretty ominous. Some note on the state of the banking industry. In recent interviews, he said that there's no doubt in my mind there's going to be more. How many more? I don't know. How big? I don't know. It's a sobering thought, especially considering that Isaac experienced leading the FDIC through a similar period of economic turbulence in the 1980s. To add to this, Isaac went on to say that current situation reminds him a lot of 1980s when banking—I mean, when banks were failing left and right due to skyrocketing interest rate and inflation—is a concerning parallel to draw, and is making a lot of people wonder what the future holds for the banking industry as regulators and policymakers respond to this challenge, and what step they take to ensure the stability of the financial system. You better believe that it's also making a lot of people think twice about the security of their savings or checking account. Of course, we don't want to add to a panic or a frenzy around withdrawing funds, but it's definitely a good idea for us all to reassess where we're keeping our money safe. Here at Cash Flow Suppliers, we're always looking out for financial well-being of our friends and family. We hope that none of our beloved ones were directly impacted by this bank failure. But even if we weren't directly affected by it, we're all feeling the fallout in some way or another, right? It's a good reminder that the decision we make about our money have real-world consequences, and it's important to be as informed and prepared as possible. On a bigger scale, one of the biggest questions on a lot of people's mind is how is this going to impact the commercial sector? Here's what we think is going to happen. A few weeks ago, the Federal Reserve announced that they're raising interest rates by 25 basis points, which actually happened on March 22, 2023. Going forward, the market believes that the Fed will halt raising interest rates. The reason for this is simple: they simply can't afford the risk of an systematic financial institution failure like the one we just saw with SVB. Wow. I yeah. Mean, thank, I mean, in some ways, it's a, it's good, a good sign, sign right? Exactly. It was a good thing because they were so dog dogmatic about their approach. This actually showed that they actually have to do something different. It also goes to show how interconnected all these different pieces of the economy really are. The failure of a single bank like Silicon Valley Bank can have a ripple effect that impacts everything from interest rates to inflation to consumer confidence. It's beyond challenging situation we know, and it's going to take some careful maneuvering to get everything back on track. Cash flow suppliers, no matter how you look at this, it sure seems like the Fed is taking a more cautious approach in the light of recent events, and that could be good news for those of us in commercial real estate space who has been dealing with rising interest rate over the past few years or so. I mean, past few months. Oh my, well, year. Right. A year, right? Yeah, yes. Back last since last year. Yeah, if the Fed does decide to hold off on any further rate hikes until they certainly see that the banking sector is stabilized, that could help stabilize prices for commercial real estate as well. It might even help set the stage for more normal flow transactions, which will be a great news for everyone. More than anything, the recent events surrounding Silicon Valley Bank sh- should make us all think twice about the safety of our money in the bank. Right? It's a wake-up call that even some of the largest and most well-respected financial institutions can experience significant problems and potentially even fail. 
Of course, we don't want to create a pandemic or a bank run. It's important to always be aware of the risks involved in keeping your money in the bank. It's a good idea to make sure that you're not keeping all your eggs in one basket, so to speak, and to consider diversifying your holdings across different types of assets and investments. It's important, guys, to remember that banks are the ones who benefit most from our deposit, right? They use what we call funny math to turn over $1,000 deposit into $10,000 worth of loan that they can issue. Oh my God, I don't know how they did that. That's such a true name, funny math, right? And while they may be paying a measly 3% interest on a savings account, they can turn around and charge 7% or even more when it comes to credit cards with interest rates as high as like 20%. Yeah, with our other and really serious math, that means that they're making a profit of 13 or even more on your hard-earned money. But here's the thing, that 30% profit isn't just a profit on our $1,000 deposit. It's on a billion dollar of deposits that are holding collectively. So while they may be only making $30 a year on your $1,000 deposit, they're making a whopping 70% on $10,000 from your original $1,000, right? Because they can do fractional lending. And so the billions of dollars of deposits, you can just imagine the significant amount of money. And it's just something that you just want you to be aware of and how to keep your money safe. Remember guys also that banks aren't your financial BFFs like we are. They are businesses, right? And their ultimate goal is to make a profit. They use our deposits to make loans and other investments and they make money off the interest and fees they charge on those loans. As depositor, we get a small percentage of that interest, but the bank keeps the lion's share. And make no mistake, when shit hit the fan, I'm like, it's us common folks left holding in the bag. If you learned anything today, we hope the biggest takeaway from you is absolutely have a proactive and take control of your finances. Always look for investment options that align with your goals with values as well. Multifamily apartments are a great alternative investment option because they provide a steady cash flow and have potential for long-term appreciation. Plus, unlike depositing money in a bank, you have more control of where your money is going and how it's being used. It's all about making informed decisions and taking the steps necessary to secure your financial future. Here's where real estate, particularly multifamily apartments, can offer a variety of advantages over traditional banking options. In addition to the potential for high rental income, long-term stable appreciation, owning tangible assets can provide a sense of security and stability. Yeah, and it's also worth noting that real estate investment can provide diversification opportunities for your portfolio. However, as with any investments, it's crucial to do research and understand the potential risks involved. That's why education and due diligence are key when it comes to investing in real estate. It's up to each individual to assess his or her own financial goals and risk tolerance and make informed decisions about where to put their money. At the end of the day, it's reassuring to know that the Fed makes decisions to provide funding to make sure that both insured and uninsured deposits are paid in full. But while this is definitely good news, it's also bring to light the possibility of financial institutions failing on a large scale, right, Pom? Yeah, that's definitely possible. It's something we should all keep in mind as we reassess how we think about keeping our money in the bank and alternative options to protect our finances. That's a wrap for us today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you found this educational and enlightening. That's what we're here for. Make sure that you also check out our blog and say hey and shoot us a quick question on the social. We love hearing from you. Until next time, Cash Multipliers. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.